Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Follow-up question on that, Marshall. You just did a story. Um, uh, so, hospital people striking. Mental health workers. Mental health workers. Yep. You say they, they, they say they're striking for better patient care. Did you use their words? Because I'm guessing the opponents would say that that's not necessarily. That's pretty much what the union is saying, better well, patient that, yeah, care. Well, we, we can't take their press release and go with their version of it. If they're just asking for more money, are they just asking they're for asking, more money? They're asking for more staffing. Okay. More staffing. And I'm sure that more money works into it. Yeah, I'm sure it does too. But they're leaning heavily for more staffing now. I'm just concerned that saying they're striking for better patient right. care is, is is reading their press release version of it. Right. Uh, no, they're asking for uh, for apparently uh, more staffing and I'm sure the, the more money. But the thing about it is uh, they're saying that the contract negotiations have broken down. They haven't gotten anywhere, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We'll talk more about that later. Sure. Uh, I want to talk to Kat Zakreski because this is a damned interesting story. She's the um, 
author of the Washington Post New Technology 202 newsletter. And she's following this Google hearing that's going on right now. Kat, welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Thanks for having me on the show. The Google hearing is happening as we speak, is it not? Yes, that's right. Well, how can you pay attention to it when you're talking to me? <laughs> exactly. Well, for the last <laughs> two plus hours, I've been watching this hearing uh, here in Washington, um, where you know Google CEO Sundar Pichai is testifying for the first time in front of a House committee, and um, you know lawmakers have been um, asking him really tough questions on a laundry list of concerns they have uh, with the company right now. Are they answering questions, or are they going with the Zuckerberg Facebook model of? We'll get back to you on that, Senator. I don't know. I'll get back to you later. I think there has been a lot of, you know, we'll get back to you, but, you know, in this hearing, um, Sundar Pichai has really tried to make the case that Google, um, you know, is an important resource for information for people. He's tried to make the case that there is um, no reason to suspect that its algorithms have any bias against any political party and that it would be um, impossible for, you know, one employee or group of employees to influence the outcomes here. Um, he's um, kind of tried to stay away from talking too much about the work that the company is doing um, to potentially push into China. Um, he's said that the company has no immediate plans right now um, to do so. So, uh, on the first part, the political part, has, has anybody doing the questioning, because there are examples out there on the internet, I don't know how uh, true they are or not, but people doing uh, searches, um, p- particularly on the suggestions that Google does. Like if you type in, I'll, I'll use an extreme example. If you type in Hillary Clinton, it's going to autofill in would make a great president. Whereas if you typed in Donald Trump, it would it would fill in is a criminal and shouldn't be president. You know, that's an extreme version. But there, there are examples out there on the Internet. Does anybody ask about those and, and, the, and the way Google leads people different directions on that sort of stuff? Their searches? Yes. So that issue of leading um, people in certain directions comes up. And then also um, Representative Lofgren, who's actually from California, she um, brought up the issue of why when she types idiot into um, a search for Google images, why does a picture of Donald Trump come up? Perfect example. Yeah, exactly. And so the company tried to talk a little bit, you know, we heard Pachai talk a little bit about, you know, how um, these results are really based on, um, information that other people put out there on the internet. And um, he talked a lot about how 15% of the searches that Google sees each day are searches it hasn't seen before. And so, um, but I think, you know, there's still a lot of questions today about um, the efficacy, uh, about the efficacy of Google's attempts to be unbiased in this regard on the Republican side. Um, and that's one of the things that's been clear in this hearing. There's a real divide between Republicans and Democrats on this issue of conservative bias where Republicans are asking a lot of questions about it. But um, on the Democrat side, you've had some lawmakers say it's it's a fantasy um, that. OK, um, well, this is not a, this isn't a fantasy. Our, our producer, Sean, just Googled idiot, then switched it to image search. And what? All 40 of the, the pictures on your screen were of Donald Trump. There was one that was of his two sons <laughs> from Saturday right. Night Live. So that's, that's, not a, that's not a fantasy. Come on. That's just right there in front of us. They've got to explain that. And so what Google's argument is, is that you could find, you know, one-off examples of situations where the results I'll bet I can find. I'll bet I can find examples all day long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm not arguing with you. It's just I, I, right. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying what what they're saying, obviously. But yeah, their their argument on the hill today has been, um, you know, th- there hasn't been um, independent research that supports 
claims that these results are biased yeah, okay, against well, one party I, or the other. We just did independent research. It took about five seconds, and that, that seems pretty crazy. Uh, on the different topic, are there a lot of people asking questions on, on this front? So there's a political angle we just talked about. How about the whole, they're really in business to get all my information and sell it somebody, uh, that part of it? Yeah, there's a lot of questions about that. I mean, as you might have seen yesterday, there was a big story in the New York Times about um, location data and the information that your apps collect about you and and then share um, either to inform marketing decisions or to sell to other providers. And so that's a story that's been coming up a lot today. And, um, you know, Congress is considering um, passing national privacy legislation next year. And so there's been a lot of questions um, to try about how transparent the company is over privacy issues and and how much control they give to users about how the company uses their data. Yeah, we're just looking at this story about Google+, Plus, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit. I'm scared to death of Google. I mean, I don't know how you look at it as a a tech reporter. Um, they, They just scare me. I think there's a lot of fears about the company and its growing powers right now. I mean, um, the opening remarks in the, hear- in the hearing, you heard House Majority Leader um, Kevin McCarthy raise, you know, this question of um, are our tech companies serving as instruments of freedom or, or instruments of control? And I think given some of the scandals that we've learned about this year, especially about data privacy and other issues, um, you know, more and more Americans are thinking about the dark side of technology. Is Google getting beaten up by Republicans and Democrats, or is one party seem to be more um, favorable to them? No, I think it's um, you know there's concerns on both sides of both sides of the aisle about the company right Good. now. Um, there you know, be. The, the concerns might be a little different, where we're hearing more about issues of um, bias against conservatives from the Republicans, and um, on the Democrat side, you know, topics more like election security or privacy, but. Um, you know, I th- think there's bipartisan concern about issues like antitrust and also, um, you know, what the company might be doing in China. Um, you had this story the other day, and I just want to touch on this. The Google hearing will be a test of lawmakers' test knowledge. Do some of these 90-year-olds uh, seem like they have no idea what Google is? <laughs> You know, this hearing has been um, a little bit different from the Zuckerberg hearing. I don't think we've seen as many um, high-profile guests as we did when um, Mark Zuckerberg was here in Washington. That was embarrassing. Yeah, there were a lot of embarrassing moments. And um, so I think, you know, on the House side, um, there seems to be a little bit more knowledge today. There definitely has been some political grandstanding where, you know, the politicians are making broad um, statements about technology and, and asking questions. And Sundar Pichai, who's an engineer by training, is trying to get into the nitty gritty. And, and there's been some disconnect there. But um, overall, it's it's been, um, I would say, a stronger uh, showing from the lawmakers in terms of their technology. Well, you broke some news here. Political grandstanding in a uh, congressional hearing that's televised. I just... <laughs> I won't have it. Can't imagine that. <laughs> Back to Facebook quickly, and then we'll let you go. Did did they actually follow up? Because they asked questions to me that Mark Zuckerberg absolutely positively had to know the answer to. It's impossible he started and ran the company without knowing the answers to some of these questions. And he said, Senator, I'll get back to you. Did he get back to them? Did they follow up? I don't understand why they didn't follow up right there. So, you know, the company did follow up, but um, actually at the Washington Post, we have a tracker uh, where we show, you know, what those responses were um, after the hearing. And, um, you know, as you can imagine, not all of those questions got a straight yes or no out of the company. Right, right. I, I, what I wish they would have done is said, oh, you know what, why don't you, why don't you call somebody? Call the guy in charge of that. We'll wait. It'll only take you a couple of minutes. I'm, I'm guessing they take your phone calls right away. So go ahead. Dial up the guy who makes that decision and ask him, do you do that or not? I wish that's the way they would have handled it. 
Yeah, I think it's uh, kind of just one of the way these hearings work, um, and, and it's kind of frustrating to watch um, when you're looking for these executives to be held accountable. A lot of it, you know, does get sorted out after the hearing, and, and that's something we've definitely heard a lot today is um, Sundar Pichai talking about following up. And, you know, um, right now we have a Republican-controlled um, Congress, but very soon the Democrats are taking back control of the House, and they have an entirely different set of um, questions for the company than this committee leadership. And so so that could really impact um, the follow-up that we see um, after today. Kat Zakreski, we really appreciate you taking the time away from the Google hearing. I hope you didn't miss anything important while you were talking to a numbskull <laughs> like me. Thanks so much for having me on the show. You bet. She sounds very young, um, which helps with the tech stuff. But I'm, I, I would I would tell her, uh, as she's young and I've been following these a long time, not getting answers out of these congressional hearings is the way they always work. That's the way they always work. Um, I think I think Ben Sass said that at the at one of the hearings recently. I've never seen one of these hearings produce anything. It's just it's it is it is really a dog and pony show. I was about to say literally, but there are no dogs there or ponies, so it's not literally a dog and pony show. To to literally be a dog and pony show, you'd have to have a a pony come in with a dog riding it. And that's not happening. But it is a farce that they're actually going to get, you know, drilled down and hold people accountable and, you know, really finally get the answers. It's a show. It's a show for the people back home in whatever district you're in, unfortunately. I mean, you know, I haven't watched this hearing today, but I'll bet it's similar. They're getting I'll get back to you or I don't knows on questions. There's no freaking way they don't know the answer. Just like with Zuckerberg. Whatever. What are you going to do? These giant, powerful companies are going to run the world Google's around for the long haul. Facebook, I could see it disappearing in the blink of an eye with a different social uh, sharing thing coming around. But Google, Google's in for the long haul. There might be a country someday called Googletonia that's uh, the richest and most powerful country with the most powerful army in the world. That would surprise me. Just nothing but floating server rooms. (laughs) But come on! We did it right here. Sean did it right in front of me. You Google idiot. Click on images, and it's all Trump pictures. And you're going to say, well, I know, you know, there's algorithms, blah, blah, blah. Is the truth a defense here? I know that works in slander. (laughs) I know. I know that the, the classic joke is you look up idiot in the dictionary and you see his picture, but that's not the way the search engine should work. I mean, for crying out loud. Whatever. There's no way you can justify that. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. is claiming that this is not a problem, I guess. But So if you Google idiot, the word idiot, and then you go to image search, it's all Trump pictures. That's all you get. So Sean just Googled Kenyan born, and you do the images, and it's all Barack Obama. Obama! Now, both of those things seem bad to me. It's just It just seems odd. This goes to the... The way that the internet chooses what rises to the top, right? So it is, it is based almost entirely on engagement and engagement doesn't have any sort of value filter to it. It, it, is, that. it is purely based on whatever gets the most responses is what these algorithms are. Cho- well, then this must be the thing that people are looking for. So then it pushes those up further to the top. 
So that's why the the clickbait stuff are all just these kind of extreme opinions. Like, oh, the somebody somebody can't have a disagreement. Somebody got owned by a former. You know, they they right. they they fan the flames of the extreme sides. I I don't know what the answer is, and I certainly don't know anything about Google algorithms. But there's no benefit to anyone of if you Google idiot all the all the images are of the president. It just it just doesn't. I don't know. Anyway, so speaking of the president, he's there in the Oval Office, there by the fireplace where those chairs are. Trump's sitting in his usual chair. Pence is sitting in the chair where you usually have some foreign head of state. Then you got Nancy Pelosi sitting over on a different chair. And they got cameras in there, and they're having a discussion. I think Schumer's in there, too. Oh, is Schumer in there? I've only seen uh, Trump, Pence, and Nancy, but I'll assume Schumer's in there somewhere. Is he going to come down the chimney like Santa Claus? Is that what he's going to do? <laughs> Uh, we're going to listen in on this because they're uh, they're talking. This is one of those things that Trump does that other presidents haven't done in the past, where you listen to them discussing these issues. That we can work together in a bipartisan way uh, to meet the needs of the American people. I think the American people recognize that we must keep government open, that a shutdown is not worth anything, and that you should not have a Trump shutdown. President Trump is nodding as she says nobody wants to shut down and the American people don't want it. So he's nodding, if you're wondering. Uh, you have the, the oh, White House. Did you Trump say Trump? Oh. You have the White House. Go you have the Senate. You have the House of Representatives. You have the votes. You should pass no, it No, we don't right have now. the votes, Nancy, because in the Senate we need 60 votes. No, no, but in the House. And we don't you have could it. bring it up right now. Yeah, but today. I can't, excuse me, but I can't get it passed in the House if it's not going to pass in the Senate. I don't want to waste time. Well, you, well, the fact is you can get it started that way. The and House we can get passed very easily. Okay, and we do. This is so interesting. That they're actually having this conversation in front of TV cameras. This is my favorite thing of the Trump, uh, beyond the idiot Google image thing. <laughs> my favorite thing of the Trump presidency is these open camera negotiation things that he that he seems to do. It's good explanation for people of how this whole thing works or doesn't work, what, what, the, what the problems are. There's the Senate, because we need 10 Democrats to vote, yeah, and that's they won't the vote. Point, the point is, is that there are equities to be weighed. And we're here to have a conversation in a prayerful way, so I don't think we should have a debate in front of the press on this. I think we should. But the fact is, the the House Republicans could bring up this bill if they had the votes. What does that say to you? How do you even say that out loud, Nancy? I don't think we should have a debate in front of the public. Um, I think you probably should. You realize these mics are on right now. <laughs> I, you just said that, right? I actually think that's necessary and 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 the best idea and well, actually mandatory. That you have this conversation in front of us so we know what the hell you're talking about. Why did she just say that? That was a gaffe. Immediately and set the tone for what you want. If we thought we were going to get it passed in the Senate, Nancy, we would do it immediately. We'd get it passed very easily in the House. We would get it, Nancy, I'd have it passed in two seconds. It doesn't matter, though, because we can't get it passed in the Senate because we need 10 Democrat votes. That's the problem. Let us have our conversation, then we can meet with the press again. But the fact is, is that uh, legislating, which is what we do, you begin, you make your, your point, you state your case. That's what the House Republicans could do if they had the votes. But there are no votes in the House, a majority of votes, for a wall. No matter where you exactly start. right. You don't if I needed the, the votes for the wall in the House, I would have them in one session well, would be done. The camera has pulled back to include the uh, the senator from New York, Chuck Schumer, who is being left out by at least this camera pool. <laughs> I'm here too. Hello, you know the guy with the glasses down on his nose. 
with the accent? I'm over here. Anyway, he's joined in. I love this. They should have the full-on conversation about this. Why does Nancy keep wanting to? Let's let's do this behind closed doors. No. Why? No. Do it right here. Because we need 10 Democrats in no, the don't Senate. Put it on the Senate. Put it on, put it on a negotiation. Okay, let me ask you this. Just And we're doing this in a very friendly manner. It doesn't help for me to take a vote in the House where I will win easily with the Republicans. Will not win. It doesn't help to take that vote because I'm not going to get the vote well, of the Senate. the Senate. I need 10 senators. That's Mr. the President, problem. You have the White House. You have the Senate. I have the you White have House. The, the White House, House is done. And the House would give me the vote if I wanted it. But I can't because well, I need, Nancy, I need 10 votes from Chuck. Let or let me say something here. Yes. Now is, is Let me say something here. Is she trying to just have one of those things where we can get people's votes on the record so they can say this person voted for the wall? Like I, I, I. Well, I think I think the point she's trying to make, and she might be right, that he couldn't get this through the house because that has been the problem in the past. Okay, there are too many people in the house that are super hardcore on the immigration thing that will not allow, for instance, the illegals that are already here to get amnesty or a path to citizenship. So they haven't in the past been able to get enough Republicans to agree on these things to actually even get anything through the Republicans. That's what she's saying. He's saying he could get them to approve right away. She's saying, I don't think he can. And he's using the fact that it wouldn't pass the Senate as a reason not to figure out if it could pass the House. Okay, Maybe. Or maybe he believes he could convince the House. He's a salesman who believes he can sell anything to anyone. Yeah, I was simply... Discussing from the projection of, I wonder what her playbook is. What game plan is she trying to run? I think that you're right. I think she wants it to uh, to uh, to die in the House and show that there's too much division among the Republicans okay. for them to even accomplish it. I think that's what they're where they're going. How much time I got, Michael? To... Okay, we'll, uh, we'll we'll revisit this in a little bit. It's really interesting. I don't know how much more of this there is. I love stuff like this. Schumer's about to finally weigh in. I'm here too. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, as you've heard, Trump, Pelosi, digging in their heels in the border wall. We'll have more for you. Manafort back in court. And, my friends, don't touch the pepper shakers. Coming up minutes from now. <laughs> oh, boy. The germy, germy pepper shakers. Is that what you're going to tell us? Is it FM? Fecal matter on the there pepper shakers? There FM around. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Good Lord. Germaphobes. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Portions of uh, what was a live get together between Trump, Pelosi, Schumer, and I don't know why Vice President Pence is sitting over there <laughs> quietly in the corner wishing he wasn't there. But let's jump into the news now with Marsha Phillips. All right, talk about heated. President Trump threatening to shut down the government in the dispute over that massive border wall in an extraordinary feisty meeting with top congressional Democrats today. With, with cameras right there. Right there. Trump insisting he wants several billion dollars for the wall. House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi and Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer are strongly resisting funding for that wall. Now we're going to jump into Chuck finally. Chuck Schumer finally gets a chance to speak. So here's him on the couch deciding to jump into the conversation. The fact is, we do not have the votes in the House. Nancy, I do. Our DVR went backwards as often it does. 
which is unfortunate. But let's hear a little bit of this because it's pretty good. Yeah, Nancy, we'll find out. Nancy, we need border security. It's very simple. Of course we do. We need border security. People are pouring into our country, including terrorists. We have terrorists. We caught 10 terrorists over the last very short period of time. 10. These are very serious people. Our border agents, all of our law enforcement has been incredible what they've done. But we caught 10 terrorists. These are people that were looking to do harm. We need the wall. We need, more important than anything, we need border security. Security of which the wall is just a piece, but it's important. Chuck, did you want to say something? Yeah, here's what I want to say. We have a lot of disagreements here. The Washington Post today gave you a whole lot of Pinocchios because they say you constantly misstate how much the wall is built, how much of the wall is built, and how much is there. But that's not the point here. We have a disagreement about the wall, Washington whether it's effective or whatever. Not on border security, but on the wall. We do not want to shut down the government. You have called 20 times to shut down the government. You say, I want to shut down the government. Okay, so now I've seen the post this press conference with uh, Schumer and Pelosi, and they keep talking about the Trump shutdown. So Trump's angle is he's making this all about the wall. Yeah. It's all about the wall. They're making it. He does it. He just wants to shut down the government. He wants to shut down the government. The Trump shut down. The Trump shut down. They said that like 10 times when they walked out on the steps in front of cameras. So that's going to be your uh, talking points battle line right there. Trump must think the public's going to be on his side over the wall. Uh, government shutdowns tend to not be popular for some reason. I don't yeah. give a crap if the government shuts down. I've never, it's never bothered me a bit, but they don't no, play that well. We got to go to work. You guys got to go to work. <laughs> you guys don't get, no, I just shut down. That's a vacation day. You're not fooling me. But anyway, that's uh, your, that's your battle lines. Boy, I tell you, that was amazing. That was amazing. Well, yeah, I can't wait cameras. To, we're going to listen to more of it next break. All right. There you go. One that was a, quite something. <laughs> Indeed it was, Mr. President. That, that's right. That was his comment after the 20-minute Kanye West rant. Well, that was quite something. That was quite something. Uh, or among other things, he proposed a new presidential plane made by Apple. Yes. <laughs> On another front, the special counsel's case against former Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort's back in court this afternoon. This hearing is going to focus... On the special counsel's charge, Manafort violated his plea agreement by lying about White House contacts. I'm sure they're probably going to outline more of what they are saying are lies about those contacts. But uh, his sentencing is coming up pretty soon, and he's looking at uh, some uh, serious jail time here, it looks like. Mexico has announced it is going to spend $30 billion to try and slow migration from Central America. The plan, as announced uh, by the Mexican government, is to invest $30 billion on Central American development over the next five years, try and create better economic conditions in those home countries. Good. So that's... Good. Mexico's new president says development will cut the need for the Central Americans to leave their country. Well, that's interesting in light of what we were just talking about. I'd rather see Mexico spend $30 billion on pumping up the economies of those countries to keep them out of our country. Right. That might work better than uh, building the wall. Yep. And the problem is, is a lot of people are finding out you send money to these dictatorships. The dictators keep all the money, and the people are still miserable yeah. and escape into your country. Yeah, well, but it's you know worthwhile <laughs> yeah. effort. But now the dictator's got like a couple tigers on his property yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Right. He has even more money. All right, my friends, watch out for the paper of pepper shakers when you go to a restaurant. ABC News found they have an average bacteria count of eleven thousand six hundred. What do you want us to do? Live in a bubble? Is that a lot? Is that a little? <laughs> It was <laughs> the second highest next to the dirtiest item in a restaurant. Which is? The menus. Yeah. They had an average of 160,000 bacteria on them, the menus did. 
As for the pepper shakers, researchers say E. coli loves to grow on top of pepper containers in restaurants. Adding they think that's because pepper's a plant-based product and maybe that has something to do with it. You know, it attracts the E. coli and they just expand, grow, and have happy lives. If this were actually an issue, restaurants would have gone out of business as an industry long ago. Well, the biggest issue we've got is I think we're not exposing ourselves to as many microbes as we're supposed to. And it's hurting our immune systems and it's causing all these allergies and everything. Now, I wash my hands and I'm a lot more careful than I used to be, mostly trying to avoid colds. I have noticed... Uh, no success in that. I think I have every bit as many colds right. as I used to. Right. I think I probably just now don't get as many uh, of the bacteria that I probably should. I think that's what a lot of us are doing. We're getting as many colds as we ever did, but we're denying our bodies the bacteria we need to have a healthy immune system. Hopefully someday we'll figure that out. And lastly, the Golden State Warriors have I like been... to lick the top of a pepper shaker. <laughs> as soon as I sit down, first thing I do, I lick the menu, top to bottom. <laughs> then I grab the pepper shaker, rub it around my mouth. That's what I do when I sit down at a restaurant. That's part of your routine. Exactly. All right, Golden State Warriors have been named Sports Illustrated's 2018 Sports Person of the Year. The Warriors. The team was the Sports Person of the Year? Yes. SI's Editor-in-Chief Chris Stone saying... There are multiple individuals whom Sports Illustrated could have selected as the 2018 Sports Person of the Year. Then you should have done that, because that's what the award is. Yeah, see, I don't get this. I don't get when you do this. When Time Magazine made a computer the Person of the Year, or if you make a team the Person of the Year, that might. so now you might as well just say, Dog of the Year (laughs) is this cat, (laughs) etc. I mean, what's the point? The editor, Chris Stone, says... But it was impossible to overlook the influence that the Warriors, as a collective group, have had on their sport. The Oscar for Best Picture goes to Starbucks Gingerbread Latte. (laughs) What's the difference? And the influence they have had over the broader culture over the last decade. They are a generational phenomenon. That's true. That's all true. The likes of which we might not see again for decades, Hmm. if at all. I think maybe the opposite of that. I think we might start seeing this a lot. I well, they, wonder in the NBA. They're creating cultural waves, but it's almost certainly Steph Curry that's driving the boat. For no, that. no doubt. It, it's, yeah. it, it all stems from him, it seems. Don't you think that somebody else is going to pull this off at some point, assembling a whole bunch of Hall of Famers on one team for a year or two? I don't know if anybody will ever be able to put it together as long as this. Because this is pretty organic. Right. right. Steph and Clay and everything. That was pretty, pretty organic at coming together. Yeah, the fact that they drafted... Two, two and a half of them, depending on where you rank Draymond Green in that, is going to be the most difficult part to to recreate. Um, But once you have that, it's pretty easy to bring the third piece in and say, hey, you just want to have a blast and win as many games as possible. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. And also Steve Kerr coming in really seemed to be kind of the right coach for it. Uh, Mark Jackson coached largely the same roster for the several years before, and they didn't have anywhere close to that success. Not even close. Um, We're going to jump back into this sit-down with Schumer, Trump, Pelosi, and then poor Mike Pence sitting in the corner. He's like the elf on the shelf for this. Um, We'll see how this turns out coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
so I want to fit some more of this in. I don't know how much is left. This just happened like a half hour ago in the uh, in the Oval Office. The president and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer sitting down arguing about uh, border funding. Now, so they've got to pass some sort of resolution to keep the government sh- from shutting down. It's this whole made-up artificial deadline thing that we created and keep doing in this country to try to force various issues to the top so you have to deal with them. So far, it doesn't really work that way. The idea was that we get to this point and we'll have to come together and get down to the nuts and bolts and nitty-gritty so we can't go on. That's not usually what happens. They usually punt. Everybody punts on both sides. That's what usually happens. Which, is, by the way, is what Chuck Schumer is arguing for right here. Donald Trump's trying to use this as a point of leverage of, I'm not going to sign a bill to keep the government open unless it includes funding for my border wall. He's trying to use it as a point of leverage. They're saying that's you want to shut down the gov- government over over something that we don't approve of. And that's what they're arguing about right now. And this this happened in front of cameras. This is pretty interesting. Not the point here. We have a disagreement about the wall. Washington, whether it's effective or that. Not on border security, but on the wall. We do not want to shut down the government. You have called 20 times to shut down the government. You say, I want to shut down the government. We don't. We want to come to an agreement. If we can't come to an agreement, we have solutions that will pass the House and Senate right now and will not shut down the government. And that's what we're urging you to do. Not threaten to shut down the government because you, you let me just finish because you can't get the your last way. Time you shut it down, you yeah, let me say something, Mr. President. You just say my way or we'll shut down the government. We have a proposal that Democrats and Republicans will support to do a CR. That will not shut down the government. We urge you to take it. And if it's not good border security, I it won't take it. It is very good border security. And if it's security. not good border security, I won't take it. It's what the Because when you look at these numbers of the effectiveness of our border security, and when you look at the job that we're doing you with You just said military, it is effective. Can I, be, can I tell you something? Yeah, you just said Without it's effective. Without a wall, these are only... Areas where you have the walls. We want to do where this. you have walls, Chuck, it's effective. We, where you don't have walls, it is not effective. Yeah. Let's call a halt to this. We've come in here as the first branch of government. Yeah. Article 1, the legislative branch. We're coming in in good faith to negotiate with you about how we can keep the government open. The, 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 we're going to keep it open American, if we have border security. If we don't have border security, I'm, Chuck, I'm with you. we're not going to keep it open. I'm Let with me you. Ju- we are going to have border security. And it's the same border. You're bragging about what has been done. By us. We want to do the same thing we did last year, this year. That's our proposal. If it's good then, it's good now, and it won't shut down the government. Chuck, we can build a but much that's bigger let's, section let's, let's with debate, more money. Let's debate in okay. private. Okay. okay? Yeah, let's debate in private. It is devoid, frankly, of fact, and we, we can... We need border that. security. I think we all agree that we need border security. Yes, yes. we right? do. Good. We do. See? We get along. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. That is pretty damned interesting. I don't think it's the best look for Nancy uh, and Chuck to argue for, let's do this behind closed doors all the time. I'm sure they do want to do that, but uh, I wouldn't say that out loud. I, I wish they'd do it all. I wonder how much this is what it looks like when they're behind closed doors. Do you think it's like this or completely different? I don't actually know. I think some of that was genuinely heated. Oh, I well, I don't I, doubt yeah. that. I mean, because that was... I, think, I think all the participants realized... This is for real. Right. People are going to hear this. They're going to read right. about this. This is right. swaying the argument. I need to be on my game. Right. And the cameras are rolling, and you're absolutely right. Let's put on a show. But you know? what what pisses me off is usually it's over um, spending and taxes, our debt. 
That's right. what the point of leverage usually is for these. Conti- so Schumer's saying, let's pass a continuing resolution so we can keep the government open. And then, oh, it's always and then. As long as we just pass something to spend more money than we take in and keep immigration the way it has been for decades, then we move, then we punt and we, we move on again. But then you don't deal with it. Democrats won't deal with it. Republicans won't deal with it. Right. Nobody will deal with it. And then a, a year from now or two years from now, we'll be right back here again with out having dealt with illegal immigration or solved our spending problem, and we'll have this same GD argument again about shutting down the government, blah, blah, blah. It drives me crazy. And everybody falls for it. I'll tell you what I think they all want, maybe except for Trump. Uh, the vast majority of Republicans and Democrats are perfectly okay every time with, let's just pass something that keeps doing what we're doing, because this is great right. for everybody. Right. I stay in office. I make my living. We don't deal with this problem, so we got something to howl about on the campaign trail. It's very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. Um, I don't know if uh, Trump's going to stick to his guns or not. If they pass something that doesn't include funding for the wall, will he actually veto it? And he was trying, and sh- which would shut down the government. And he was very transparently doing the any time flattening the term. Border security and the wall, right? Even at the end there. See, we agree that we need border security, right? He took that. Oh, see, the wall. They they agree. They said they needed the wall. Right. There's this talking past each other right. with right. with how you're defining your terms and stuff. That That's fascinating. Yeah. I wonder where this will end up. And do they... Do Probably they... the compromise that makes everybody happy. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly now, right. Now that's funny. That's the line of the day right there. Hilarious. Hey kids, it's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> In a compromise that makes everyone happy. Oh, hilarious. I'm your host for Final Thoughts. Jack Armstrong is Joe Getty. Uh, we heard from him earlier this morning. Yes. I'll mention that in a second. Let's get a final thought from Michelangelo. Uh, Jack, you had uh, we have Mary here who's an A&G listener, and she had a suggestion for you regarding the Tooth Fairy. She said, leave a note that says, all teeth received after 3 p.m. will be processed the next business day. <laughs> I awesome. thought that was great. Awesome. <laughs> Little life lesson right there. That's what that is. Oh, Let's boy. get a final thought from Marsha Phillips. I got to tell you, you're talking about the Tooth Fairy and the joy you used to have as a kid finding money in your pillow or whatever for your tooth. You know, those are, those are moments that you lose after you're not a kid anymore. Oh, but yeah. Boy, oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. When you were talking about it, I do remember that, and I also remember Christmas mornings oh, when yeah. you wake up at 2 in the morning and you can barely wait to get out and see the tree and everything. It's every bit as great as a parent, too, to watch. Uh, let's get a final thought from Sean. Yes, continuing my quest of a week long with no out-of-pocket expenses. Today, I'm going to be Hold up playing video games, but I believe I'm going to stream some of them for your uh, for your viewing pleasure. Check out my Twitter account, at PositiveSean, for information on how to check that out. So people can watch you play video games, which I realize is a thing. Yes, yes, I'm going to be uh, attempting to hold off the zombie horde in uh, the wonderful game <laughs> They Are Billions. Are you pretty good at it? No, no. You're not? I don't think so, no, no. Like in any <laughs> sort of competitive things, I'm... Mm. Uh, I think silver or gold is the, is the highest ranking I've ever right. achieved in a game. And that's probably like a B-minus level. Uh, check the podcast if you want. My final thought is Joe called in at like 6.04 from his hospital bed, right. having had hip replacement surgery yesterday. It was, I think he was about to really get into the painkillers hard, which is probably why he's asleep now. I could beat you at the games if that's what you're asking. Oh, I'm sure that's it. You know, I don't doubt that for a second. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. 
This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. Yeah, we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. We're very happy with what we are reading. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.